This is Caressa J. Thanks for listening to the Caressa J Podcast. everyone this is Caressa J and I'm here to talk with my special guest Rob Hill Senior to talk about my favorite topic love and relationships Rob thank you so much for joining me today thank you for having me thank you for having me so Rob please share what would you share with a woman who cannot get over a man who left her for someone else that's a great question um when we talk about not being able to forgive a woman who can't forgive a man Um, I would want to ask her some personal questions as to why, you know, and my guess would be, you know, it reflected some feelings of rejection, you know, it reflected Mm -hmm. some feelings of self-worth, and it caused her to have some conflict within herself, you know, probably about her value, about what she contributed, and also some resentment. I naturally understand that. Um, But I would wonder, and I probably would pose the question, why hold on to somebody who let go of you, you know? Um, and I think that that may be a difficult question to answer if you still want that person, you know, and you mm-hmm. see them with someone else. Um, but the reminder that, you know, love is not going to throw salt in your eyes. You know, love is not going to 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 betray you in a manner um, that has you, really, really, really um, in conflict with yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. So I would ask her um, at what price, you know, was she willing to be free? Was she willing to hide and hold the growth that she could potentially have as a result of letting him go? Is she willing to suppress all of that while he continues to live his life? What are the necessary steps you think someone needs to take in order to heal from a past relationship? I think it's all about truth and honesty. It's all about not a matter of personal opinion, who did what, not a matter of place and blame. Um, mm-hmm. It's not a matter of trying to go back and fix the past. It's about being truthful about where you are. I stick with truth and honesty just because they require you to look at your strengths and your weaknesses. It requires you to look at the present. It allows you to consider the past but not live in the past Um, because you can be truthful. Hey, I made a mistake then, but I was unaware of these factors at that point. Now Mm -hmm. that I am aware, I won't, you know, hold myself back because of that mistake, you know. So I believe those two things are just very liberating, you know, um, and they provide a lot of, personal closure because that's exactly what I think closure is. I don't think it's a mutual decision. I think that, you know, closure is a personal a personal thing. It's something that mm-hmm. you bring yourself to uh, mm-hmm. when you're ready to release. <clears throat> yeah, and you know, what are the pros of starting over? So often we hear people in relationships say, I don't want to start over. I don't want to meet somebody new. You know, I don't want to learn somebody else. I don't want to meet somebody else's kids again. You know, what? what is the beauty of a new beginning? What is the beauty of, you know, change and growth in relationships? So often we want to hold on to the past and not move forward to a relationship that serves us. Well, they underestimate the, um, the power uh, of a new beginning and also how much more about themselves that there is to learn. Mm-hmm. You don't want to meet someone else when you don't want to relate to a new person, when you just want to keep life how you know it. Uh, you are stopping growth. You're not moving. You're not evolving as God intended you to. As you 
nature intended you to. Um, and I think that though it may be tough, it's just a sign that you're in your comfort zone. It's just a sign that, you know, a person is is not, doesn't know where to grow next. And that's okay. But that's mm-hmm. the beauty in a beginning. That's the pro of a beginning. It gives you a chance to have more options. And anybody who's felt stuck or with their back against the wall like they couldn't go anywhere, they were praying for at least one more option. That's the beauty of a beginning. Um, it is a chance for you to refresh your perspective and move forward. It's a chance for you to um, see the horizon after you've had your head down for so long. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just underestimate their strength when it comes to beginnings, our ability to start and see something through. Just because you don't want to have to doesn't mean it isn't necessary for you to be who you're supposed to be. If you're just tuning in, this is Caressa J, and I'm here with my special guest, Rob Hill Sr. So, Rob, share what you believe are common mistakes that women make, common mistakes that men make in dating and relationships. Common mistakes amongst, I guess amongst us all, but men... Uh, sometimes we can have a, a misguided perception of what it, what it is to be the foundation of a family, and we think that we got to be the one puffing our chest, talking the most, and um, walking ahead. And really, you know, I found that it's about providing some stability, some security, and being the one who listens and provides reason. Mm-hmm. Um, women, I think sometimes there is a, a desire for um, for things to go the way you envisioned it the details, the the magical pictures that, um, you know, that few people can color something like a woman, make it as vivid, you know, as decorative. And sometimes those visions don't automatically match um, the plainness or straightforwardness of a man's plan. And finding that balance, having the patience to cultivate um, that balance is tough, you know, without assuming he's never going to get it or without assuming you know, you're wasting your time or without assuming it's it's worthless. Um, those things are tough. I think both men and women let their emotions get in the way of their goals when it comes to relationships. I mm-hmm. think both of us um, have, the, have, have the tendency to uh, want things how we want it, especially, you know, the speed of things in our new generation uh, because, you know, we're not working with just a dating pool in our small town anymore. You're literally yeah. looking at people in LA, you're looking at people in New York live. You're like, hey, I can move. I can work remotely and have a job in Seattle and I'm really living in D.C. And, you know, it's all different. Um, and I think that a lot of the times we just, you know, we let the mood of it keep us from sticking by somebody who, who could be good for us in the long run. Yeah, and with this idea of social media and thoughts of perfectionism, money, cars, clothes, the opinions and thoughts of others and friendships and family and what they think your relationship should look like, you know, we have to choose purpose over perfect. And that's one of the things I share with people all the time. How does this relationship serve your purpose? How is, does God get glory in this relationship? And so those are the things that we have to look at when we're trying to figure out if this is the person that we should spend the rest of our life with. True. True. Uh, I struggle with the one concept. I grew up mm-hmm. very close to my father and, and this idea of totalizing total, 
totalizing love, like making it total, making it just whole, everything in this one person. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've experienced that, you know. I believe that I fell in love and I know how to recognize love. I know Mm -hmm. um, that as a commitment to protecting another person's heart with the same passion you use to guard your own. I know, you know, love to be sacrificed in that manner, but Finding the one, I've heard ideas, you know, when it's somebody you can't envision the rest of your life with, when it's somebody that, um, you know, you love more than you love yourself. I I guess it really just depends on what a person wants a relationship for. And I realize there are a million reasons to get married. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, I don't know. How you know when you found the one? Um, I do know that you can recognize love by what it inspires you to do. If this is somebody who inspires you to grow, learn more about the world, contribute more to your family, be an active part of your community, if this is somebody who inspires you to take good care of yourself, um, if this is somebody who inspires you to know God at a deeper level, um, to take care of yourself nutritiously, then these are qualities of love because love is something that's building you up. I do know how to recognize love. Mm-hmm. One, totalitizing it all in one person, I don't know. So speaking about love and relationships, let's talk about your new book, About Something Real. What can readers and listeners expect from the book? About Something Real is a collection of pieces that I wrote between uh, 2008 and 2011 while I was uh, deployed on a Dwight D. Eisenhower. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a part of a series I call, had, had called Thoughts for the Day. And basically, it's um, a collection of my thoughts on rejection, pride, disappointment, uh, love, relationships, fear, doubt, um, insecurities, trust, um, you know, honesty, developing discipline. These are basically a hundred or so thoughts. Um, that are inspired to keep people balanced and centered, to keep people thinking about uh, what's going on in a fresh perspective. It's not a book where you have to, you know, read it. It's not a chapter book. It's a book where you actually can pick it up and find something for your day. You can come through it on any given day and find something that's going to relate to your spirit, something that's going to uplift you. Um, and with the book, you know, that's why I kept the title somewhere ambiguous. It's just about something real. It's about all the things that we go through um, on a day-to-day basis and looking at these very practical experiences in a way that draws inspiration, in a way that draws energy and enthusiasm for life. Three titles that stuck out for me from the book was Acting Out of Spite, Ain't None of Your Friends Business, and Acceptance and Approval, because those are common themes and relationships that people deal with right. or think right. about on a regular right. basis. And I think that, you know, I, in the book, I just, I just, I like to highlight those practical things. You know, I, I would read quote books or books that are, you know, inspirational, though they may have a scripture base or something like that. I was just like, man, I want to talk specifically to certain instances in which ain't none of your phrase business is just another reference to that. Um, to okay. keeping some privacy in your relationship, to maintaining respect uh, between each other as partners. Where can our listeners find you on social media? Uh, they can find me at Rob Hill Senior, R-O-B-H-I-L-L-S-R. That's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. 
uh, Tumblr, uh, YouTube, SoundCloud. Rob Hill Sr. on all social media. And where can we purchase all your books, including your new book about something real? Uh, they can order my book off my website, RobHillSenior.com. They like to go directly to the link. It's shop.robhillsenior.com. Uh, all my books are available there. They're also available at Barnes & Noble and Amazon as well. Go right now, guys, to www.robhillsinger.com and get one of his books, including his new book about something real. Get a signed copy sent to you right now. Be sure to follow him on all social media at Rob Hill Senior. Thank you so much again, Rob, for joining me and can't wait to chat with you again soon. Of course, of course. Thank you for having me. I appreciate your time. When a woman chooses faith, she discovers her destiny. And when she chooses an end that's necessary, she chooses a beautiful new beginning. And when she chooses not to settle for safe, she manifests her power. Thanks for listening to the Caressa J Podcast.